morning star seeds. It's Rainbow back from the dead in like a beautiful way, not quite so zombie like. Or like mm, a phoenix. Let's take a deep breath together. here take another deep breath and with it send a grounding cord from our sacrum to the center of the earth arriving here and feeling safe and on our last deep breath we'll open our crown to the universe to all that is, imagining it sweeping up through the atmosphere, beyond the Earth, beyond the solar system, beyond the Milky Way galaxy, going on and on into everything. What an existence. Am I right? It's been the trippiest, most difficult week of my life by far, and it has had me contemplating, among other things, how bizarre and at times confounding and at times terrifying it is to be in a human body, as well as miraculous, sometimes mostly terrifying. Um, and as for today in this moment, I'm okay with it. It seems like inhabiting this practically fully automated machine that I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. I don't understand how to control it. Not my gut and the biome there that controls my emotions among basically everything on this ship and my brain so as you might have guessed I did a fuck ton of mushrooms uh, about a week ago they call it a hero's dose because if you survive it I guess you're a fucking hero so my friend gave me she was like, do one and a half of these enormous chocolates. And I did four of them, plus a handful of dry mushrooms. And I don't even, I still don't even really want to get into it. I'm not going to get into it because I don't want to scare you. And I'm still recovering from the PTSD. Yes, I said PTSD from a fucking mushroom trip. Um... It was the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced in my life. By far. I died. Um, My mother also died. And it was like her death was mine as well. And I was God as well, which is like a concept that many philosophies I have entertained also entertain and but not God in the sense necessarily of being like this big old guy in the sky but 
being part of everything um, is what the philosophies bring in my understanding but in this trip it was like that meant that I could never rest but it also meant that I was responsible for everything but the everything was still like out of control it was just this repeating skipping record in my body and outside of my body and body like involuntarily twitching all night and retching and my cats and sweating and freezing and that actually ended up continuing for the next week and last night was the first night in over a week that I've not woken up with a panic attack that was basically a repeat of that trip and I mean beyond that it wasn't just panic attack for my trip it was nausea all day and then so on Monday took the mushrooms on Thursday I decided that I could try antidepressants again like the mushrooms were my last fucking hope I was like okay this is I mean I did my research I wasn't just willy-nilly out there like taking mushrooms I did I did quite a bit of research for over a month (coughs) and that didn't work obviously and so hallelujah so it fell I ran into a friend who was like I'm on this antidepressant and I was like oh I thought I tried all of them I haven't tried that so I went to the doctor she gave me an antidepressant and anti-anxiety med and was like okay this is the only one that's not going to make you fat I'm like cool because I'm not down with that I've been fighting weight issues the last year and in my determination they're impossible to overcome so I'm just you know wearing stretchy pants because I can't lose weight um and I'm not okay with gaining more um and I know that it's a losing battle as I age so yeah not okay with antidepressants that are going to make me gain weight um and she was like also they're gonna make you nauseous for the first two weeks and have horrid uh digestive issues she didn't say horrid but it turns out they were horrid um so I pick up these this antidepressant anti-anxiety med on a Thursday and late on a Thursday right before like you know her office was already closed and she had forgotten to prescribe the anti-nausea now I had dealt with nausea on Monday with my mushroom trip and if you ask me that's the worst feeling on the planet so without this anti-nausea med and knowing that I was still really afraid that I was going to kill myself and had been absolutely terrified of it for several days at that point to the point that after my mushroom trip I I drove like bookended this action with a friend and drove and gave my gun to someone to hold on to me in his safe um until I was stable y'all this is like a legit mental health crisis that I've experienced and I've never in my life experienced anything like this like yeah I've had depression since I was 12 21 freaking years um almost 22 but this was this was absolutely beyond this i felt demon possessed uh, bless a friend of mine and mentor who was like just because you feel like you're possessed by demons doesn't mean you are and i'm like god thank you 
because it really feels like it. I would wake up in the night and feel possessed by demons and I would call the suicide hotline like, please fucking help me. I am going crazy and I'm afraid I'm going to kill myself. And so anyway, I tried these fucking antidepressant and anxiety meds without the antinausea, mind you. And I had that's what's really started the horrendousness of my nights um it was a sleepless night for several reasons and I was nauseous as fuck for the next several days um and I decided in the morning like fuck to the no I'm not taking these antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds because she told me that would last for two weeks I'm like this is unsustainable like I would not be able to go to work with this amount of digestive upset um I wouldn't be able to do goddamn anything and how the fuck can you expect me to do that especially when I'm like feel like I'm going crazy already you're just gonna I mean (laughs) if you follow me you saw my stories just like musing over the ridiculousness of the fact that I go to a doctor and she's like I'm like I have depression and anxiety that's really severe and she's like okay let me give you this thing that's gonna give you nausea and insomnia and severe fatigue and severe diarrhea and actually the anti-anxiety medications may also make you fat and they make may make your depression and anxiety worse which actually they did of course make my anxiety worse because they couldn't sleep but they also might help your depression and anxiety and now this woman that I went to like I trust her I know her outside of um the clinic I've actually that was the first time I'd seen her in that context she's a beautiful lovely caring woman um spent time with me um drew me a fucking diagram of what these things were going to do to the serotonin um I believe it's I think it's the serotonin reuptake little guys that um receptors serotonin receptors I think I don't know that are in my gut and that's why it was going to have so many issues um initially with the gut because everything that was doing was not in my brain but in the gut who knew serotonin receptors um in the gut (coughs) excuse me and so anyway um you know she did her best but modern medicine is apparently just depressingly ill-equipped to deal with depression so I, by the next morning, I decided there's no way in hell I was going to do that to myself. And I stopped taking them forever. And I was able to meet with a friend of mine who is a naturopath, um, uncertified, but she's been doing this for decades. She used to work at the local hippie store that I, that I worked at. It's like a hippie drug store. And what she did there Um, was to help people with their myriad crazy issues and most of it came back to a book called The Mood Cure Um, and also Eat Right for Your Type which is um, diets based on your blood type and so we had a session together and she told me some foods to avoid which most of it were things I was already not doing as well as um, interestingly enough Skullcap was something I was to avoid. And that very day I had ordered some because a friend of mine was like, Skullcap helps with my depression. So I gotta send that back. But 
she gave me some supplements, so I'm now taking 5-HTP and L-tyrosine and phenylalanine um, amino acids in pill form three times a day, wait 20 minutes, then eat some protein. And, you know, the, the first thing that she said when I told her, like, I'm losing my mind, this is the worst depression and anxiety I've ever had in my life, the first thing she talks about is food. Um, and whereas in juxtaposition, the medical doctor that I went to was like she asked me once if I was getting like enough food or eating well and that was it and I said yeah and she just moved on um and I'm surprised that she even asked about it whatsoever because that's just not western medicine unfortunately and we really need to get with a fucking program but so I then spent the weekend, um, I actually spent the night over at a friend's house. I have a new friend who, bless her heart, like we met two months ago and we really bonded and then like a couple weeks ago I went to her house for the first time and ran into her right before my mushroom trip and she's just been like, she's like open door policy, don't even call, just like come in and kept the prescription sleeping meds that I stumbled upon that I had that I was like, uh... I don't need to have these. This is dangerous. So, um, and, you know, fixed meals. And I obviously, I don't have indoor plumbing at the Rainbow Sparkle Palace. So she's like, use my, use my bathtub, which, oh, holy God. Bath, baths are like so amazing. I feel like a mermaid and I never want to get out, you know. It's sublime to be in the hottest fucking water and just like float and melt. Mm, love. Um, and so she actually ended up, uh, coming with me to the palace late at night to grab some things, including one of my cats. Cause I really just, I, I mean, it's, it's so crazy that I even did this because cats do not fucking travel y'all. Some cats do some very special cats, but cats don't like to travel. <coughs> but I was, I was like desperate to have a kitty with me overnight and staying overnight somewhere else is something that's way out of my comfort zone. But I was just afraid because I would, I mean, I'd been waking up in the middle of the night and having panic attacks and having to call the suicide hotline and just being afraid that I was going to like find some way to kill myself. Um, and another weird thing, it's crazy to admit this, but true story. So when I dropped that gun off um, at a safe place... I immediately, as I drove away, immediately was overcome with feelings of regret. Like, this is, okay, there's no way out now. How fucking crazy is that? It's it's bizarre. And it felt so, like, mm, there was a battle raging in me. Uh, I was fighting for my life against my own body and mental state. absolutely bizarre so spent a lot of time with that friend the last several days and just going over there for meals which is huge because meals um, are things that I've struggled with for a long time not that I I mean yeah sometimes getting enough food is is hard um, I've been food insecure for many years of my life so affording food is hard um, cooking is a really touchy subject for me for several reasons um there's some hang-ups there there's some blocks and 
it's not fun to cook for one person in my experience and many folks experience that I've talked to about it like living solo is makes cooking like boring and at the end of the day though like our mental health resides in our gut and we as utterly exhausting and pain in the fucking ass it is we have to feed ourselves at least three times a day ideally like five with a couple snacks in between depending on our body type um get fucking protein for our brain and that's what my friend was really harping on my naturopath friend and so (laughs) that's mumu if you just heard that in the background he just came up into the bed um So I actually was able to work on the new podcast episode that's coming up. I worked on it two days ago and got the website ready. So you can actually check out the website for the upcoming podcast episode um, on Jahar Ilham, who is a published author and activist for the human rights regarding specifically the Uyghurs treatment in China. And her father uh, was sentenced to life in prison in 2014 by the Chinese Communist Party for his moderate views and speaking out against their ill treatment and genocide of Uyghur people in the Uyghur region, also known as Xinjiang, China, where there are currently hundreds of concentration camps. Oh, so sad. You can find um, the show notes at rainbowstarmusic.com slash podcast or if you can remember this part you can go directly to it at rainbowstarmusic.com slash episode 12 which I think it will actually eventually be episode 13 because this mini-sode will make it will make it 13 I was hoping to put it out today I really was but I ended up um, detoxing <coughs> excuse me detoxing intentionally from the mushrooms, another friend of mine who lived in Peru for years in the jungle, leading ayahuasca trips. Um, she's here now, and we've, of course, talked a lot about this, though she's not an expert on mushrooms, but she said, you know, she would always fast before the mushroom trip and then detox for 30 days after. And she assured me that the psychic change I was desiring, uh, the neuron connectivity, reconnectivity, and my brain that mushrooms create must be here it's just clearing like the toxification that's in my system somehow um out that will be the issue so i drank a bunch of detox tea shit my fucking brains out um and i'm feeling better lord 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 and lady it's weird to be a human but just for today I feel able I mean my my usual state is is optimism but in depression I get so jaded and skeptical dismal throw some other adjectives in there And it feels like that's how I always am, but it's not true. In a depressive state, my brain will tell me, 
oh, it's always like this and it will always be like this. But that's bullshit. So, Lord of Money. Also, I have to, I really want to do a shout out to Stephanie, who was an absolute dear, and I logged into my email recently. It had been several days, but I discovered that she had donated to the podcast with a really sweet note in support of me and the struggle and said that it was helping her and others that I'm being forthright about it and um, just showed solidarity and that meant so much to me. So if you're listening, Stephanie, thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. Um, really needed that from a dark place and I really appreciate every one of you listening and I do want to reiterate that if you are listening reaching back out is um, so appreciated and you can do that by you can actually send a message on the anchor app you can write a review um, of the podcast you can do that right from the podcasts app on itunes or apple podcasts this podcast is on like a dozen or more platforms that I don't even know but if you know how to do a review you can do that you can rate it you can comment on it or you can write me info at rainbowstarmusic.com so in a week I am 95% sure that barring disaster you will hear the long-awaited interview with Jahar Ilham about her father and what we can do to help our Uyghur brothers and sisters. One to three plus million is the estimated number who have been wrongfully imprisoned and murdered um, in China and their, their organs harvested, which is such a fucked up phrase to even have. Um, but China is selling their organs just kidnapping people in the night and profiting off of their organs. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that's some kind of like sci-fi fucked up shit that I've only read about in books or had in my worst nightmares. China is evil incarnate. Holy God. The Chinese Communist Party, I should say. Not the entire country, not its people, but the Chinese Communist Party and the government is just the twisted, most twisted and most powerful twisted thing that I've ever seen. And I will tell you right now, I was listening to NPR a couple weeks ago and they were talking about whether or not we'll go to war with Iran. Maybe yes, maybe no, they say. And then they have an hour special on the fact that it seems inevitable that we will go to war with China. And I'm listening and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. And nope, do not want. China's powerful and they are so driven by a darkness and a desire to be all-consuming, all-controlling. That's about as evil as it fucking gets. That's like the shit of my darkest mushroom trip. Oh my god. Don't ask, don't ask me to tell you about it. I'm getting like, I feel like I'm going to throw up just even thinking about it. 
So yeah, evil is out there. It is surmountable. And I think that that includes a lot of grace when it is. And there's a lot of diligent daily activities that <coughs> for me are required for reconnection to the truth. I use a lot of apps, like I use Insight Timer, this free meditation app, highly recommend it. There's tons of guided meditations. You can also queue up um, timed meditations and you can have you can have your choice of sounds in the background. My personal preference are the monks doing the om just over and over. And there's also a tapping app, EFT. It's also known as, don't ask me what that stands for. Um, and it's free. It's called the tapping solution. That's to really help you with like panic attacks and PTSD. And I had actually planned and queued it up to use last night. If I had woken up with another panic attack um, the night before, I just listened to a talk by Tara Brock. She's like meditation guru. Um, it was a talk on compassion and she actually mentioned the Uyghurs and um, asked us to have compassion and awareness for what's happening there and to um, be aware of it and to act. You know, even the most, the most equanimous of philosophies, the true philosophy of the Buddha, not this religious dogma-filled stuff that we have today, but the true philosophy of the Dharma, which I studied at Vipassana meditation retreats in Italy um, a couple times in 2010, says that to all things be equanimous, have um, neither attempt, attempt to have neither an averse reaction nor an attach attachment to whatever comes up. But caveat, when you encounter injustice, you must stand up. Okay, I know I'm bouncing from subject to subject here, but that also reminds me of Martin Luther King Jr. Um, I was so blessed to, on Monday, see a colleague of Dr. Martin Luther King. His name is uh, Reverend Dr. Bernard Lafayette. And he spoke at Bria College. I was within about 10 feet of him. And he worked very closely with Dr. King saw him the day that he died and spoke with us about the movement and he said not once but twice because of course he's elderly and he may have forgotten he said it before but he may have just wanted to make sure that he was getting it across but um, he said don't worry act but don't worry he said he has hope because the women are stepping up yeah, things are going to get better and better. And they have throughout time, he said. He was an optimistic man. I find that's delightfully contagious. So, all right, with that, I'm going to get my day started. And I thank you all so much for being there. And I also, one last thing I will say, I mentioned on a previous episode, Mr. Rogers, but I will reiterate that the entirety, um, maybe it's close to the entirety of 
His episodes are on Amazon Prime Video. You can also get them on YouTube. Maybe YouTube is probably less evil than Amazon, actually. Um, actually, definitely, because I did see Amazon's name on a list of um, Fortune 500 companies that have dealings with concentration camps that are and use the labor of concentration camps in China. So, super fuck Amazon. God help me, I'm still using it. Um, that is definitely something to look at and work on. But these episodes of Mr. Rogers saved my fucking life the other night. Like, I would listen, I watched them, I watched one episode a night before I go to sleep. And when I woke up and, like, had to call the suicide hotline, I, um, the other night, just decided I was going to watch an episode of Mr. Rogers to calm me down and get me to sleep. And they're so beautiful. He's so brave and so unconditionally loving and so creative. Oh, my God, so creative. It's amazing so um i love you all and stay fierce stay sparkly i'll see you next week p.s and it's a rather important p.s indeed Musings from the Rainbow Sparkle Palace is financed almost entirely by your generous contributions. If you're gleaning valuable info from this podcast and would like to give back, I invite you to visit rainbowstarmusic.com slash podcast. Scroll down till you see the button that says buy rainbow some time and you can quickly via PayPal send some money to this podcast and I thank you so much. It means the world to me that this podcast means something to you. Thank you.